truth. 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 Welcome to Trusting the Truth with Samuel Tolley, where we view the world through the lens of Jesus Christ. We do not view Jesus Christ through the lens of the world. targeting i think this is one of the probably one of the top tunes on um online right now where target is catching hell well maybe they're catching heaven's effect because they're dispensing hell out in society these days they they've joined the lights of bud light and these other companies that's got this attitude uh, that we don't matter. Um, that is the normal human being. You know, I hate to have to say <clears throat> heterosexual because there's really just a man and there's a woman. 
But now these folks that are in this LBGT plus whatever organizations and things, they call us cisgender. You know, they have to make a new term for us in order to quantify what they say they are. And that's garbage. Just a man and a woman. You know, God created us in his image. But Target, uh, this is part two of Satan's Target last week. We talked about <clears throat> this AB Parlon or whatever the heck this UK company is, where this guy is selling satanic gear and the fact that uh, some of the stuff that he talks about is that Satan respects your pronouns and well of course Satan would because Satan is anti-Christ he's anti-Bible he's anti-God but now that that person says well I really don't believe in Satan you know you know I guess he's trying to make it sound like he was just trying to do this thing to enhance his brand but here and there this LBGTQ group of people is at war with Christianity. They've been at war with Christianity for a long time. It's just that now Christians are finally, hopefully, starting to wake up and understand that they're at war. There is a war for the hearts and minds of our children. There's a war, a cultural war that's going on, has been going on at least until the since the 1980s for our society and to make us conform to them. See, in 1989, there was a book that came out called After the Ball. <clears throat> and that book was, a, was actually a dossier on how to make America embrace the homosexual uh, agenda. And they talked about three phases of their indoctrination. The first one is desensitizing us, getting us to see all this homosexual stuff everywhere. So they start putting in little inserts here, they put little inserts there, and they wanted to make sure that the TV shows, if there was a homosexual or a quote-unquote gay character, that person was attractive, that person was witty, intelligent, and he was the life or she was the life of the show. It, it, it brings me back to remembering the old-time Hollywood squares, where at the center square, most of the time, it was a fellow named Paul Lynn. And I must say, Paul Lynn was quite entertaining. You know, he was, he was very witty, he was very sharp, he was very funny, and I think he was very gay, as it were. But he wasn't spilling that stuff over into us. But th th that new mantra that came out in the late 80s. And, and Paul Lynn didn't necessarily act gay on that show. It was just, I, I think that he was part of that agenda. But nevertheless, in the late 80s and starting in the 90s, they started inserting people in different roles to help get us used to it. Then about maybe three years ago, we started seeing these commercials where they start really putting in gay characters and couples and they started hitting us with it they first they hit it with us subtly you know you might see a little clip 
and then a flash of a couple of gay people. Now the thing is all over the place. And see, I remember, and so that that excuse me, that was the first phase. You know, they wanted to get us accustomed to it. You know, um, if, I, if I knew I was going to talk about it, I would have thought about the other two phases, but I didn't, so I'm going to leave it alone for right now. <clears throat> but the idea was to get us used to it. And they've got us, they, they've, they've instilled it so much now that they started ramming it down our throat. But when this whole scenario started, the, what they were preaching to the normal human being, the normal man and wife, the normal God-fearing person, was that all they wanted to be was left out of the closet. They just wanted to be able to live their life, not bother anybody, not bother marriage, not bother anything that was going to mess with society as a whole. And of course, they weren't going to bother our children. Well, all that mess must have been a lie. Because where we stand now, we're in a full-fledged war. And it's only getting deeper. It's only getting thicker. And it really started coming out once they did this Bud Light commercial with this Dylan Mulvaney person. And that hit the heart of America. That hit the blue-collar worker. That hit the person, many of whom, um, dare I say, probably weren't paying that much attention to what was going on. You know, they're just going to work, doing their thing, and they come home and they want to pop a Bud Light. Well, I guess guess when they were watching the NCAA and that commercial came on and they seen this dude pretending to be a woman in a bathtub and then talking about his 365 day of girlhood, it just made us angry. Well, it made many people angry and it woke up a lot of people. And that coincided with what happened in 2020 during the governor election in Virginia when parents, due to the COVID thing, that's the one good thing I think that came out of that whole process when they locked us down was was to gave some parents an opportunity to sit down and find out what the heck their children were learning. And they started seeing the indoctrination, the CRTs, the homosexualism and agenda, all this stuff that had absolutely nothing to do with furthering their academic skills. And then when Terry McAuliffe was bold enough to be honest enough to tell the truth and say that he doesn't believe that parents should have anything to do um, with the education of their children. I believe that was his uh, thought process. I'm not quoting him. Parents blew up. People start seeing that we were in trouble as far as our rights and responsibilities. Then you get the president of the United States and the attorney general siding with these folks and start talking about domestic terrorism as parents. And people started putting one and one together. Maybe when uh, President Biden was running for president and he said that eight-year-olds should be able to decide what genders they are, he wasn't just 
giving talking points. Because, I mean, I paid attention when the man said that. I thought that either he had lost his mind or was laying the groundwork for debauchery and the uh, uh, destruction of our children. But he got a pass. He got a pass when he says all kind of stuff. When he said that, put your kids in front of the record player. And, uh, you know, he he had to learn about roaches and that minority kids are just as smart as, as, as what, rich kids or white kids or something? Some stupid stuff, he said. They said all kinds of things that they just got to pass on. But parents started seeing that there was an attack on their children, and then they come to find out that they're teaching their children sex education in grade school. In many cases where these kids don't even have any, puberty hasn't even kicked in. But then this target thing on top of the, you know, the, the Bud Light thing is starting to show the cycle. Target, then Coles, then the Dodgers have gotten themselves in a big hoorah by inviting these people that denigrate uh, the Catholic Church and by extension, Protestant Christianity as well. When you put anyone that is trying to denigrate uh, the Lord Jesus Christ, um, I don't care if you're Protestant or Catholic, it's an insult to everyone who believes in Christianity. And the Dodgers have gotten themselves in that thing with these people by disinviting this radical group and then reinviting this radical group, which in turn makes the normal everyday Dodger fan that is Christian pause. Wait a minute. Why would I want to deal with these people? What, what, what's wrong with these? These people are strange. Um, they, 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 they want my money, but then they want to denigrate me. And so now with this Target thing and these boycotts going around, even the, the folks on the LBGTQ spectrum are demanding. They are demanding that corporate America side with them. See, that thing about we just want to live our life alone and we don't want nobody to bother us, we're not going to bother nobody, that, that no longer holds water. There's a war going on. And corporate America is going to have to decide. Do you want to cater to this small, fringe, radical, anti-God section of society? Or do you want to cater to the folks that are paying you? the vast majority of America normal. Those are my words. Well, that remains to be seen. But let's look at a couple of articles about these people. And here's an article with this group. Uh, well, let's see. Let's read this thing. LBGTQ activists call for new campaigns Monday. This article is dated today. Yeah. To warn corporate leaders not to heed opposing voices while chastising those who relent in the face of public pressure. The call to action follows target announcement last week. It removed products and relocated pride displays to the back of certain stores in response to public protests. As Breitbart News reported, AP reports California State Senator Scott Warner. Now, this Scott Warner, 
I seen a photograph and I <clears throat> and I should post it. I'll post it one day. But this guy is in a he's in leather and he's shirtless and he's with this gay pride parade. I mean, this guy has put put through help put through all kinds of file and bad legislation in California. I mean, through his action, there was a bill that was put through several years ago that made a person that wantonly um, gave another individual HIV without warning this person that they were infected a misdemeanor. So you can mess somebody up in California um, and don't pay a high penalty by not telling these people anything thanks to State Senator Scott Warner. If I'm not mistaken, and I could be in this one, I think he also sponsored a bill that allows for public intoxication. But I, I you know, I know that in California now that you can just be flat out drunk on the street and they won't arrest you. But I think that was his, but that I'm not sure right now. A member of the LGBTQ legislative caucus led the call for corporations to stand firm by pledging we need a strategy on how to deal with corporations that are experiencing enormous pressure to throw lgbtq people under the bus we need to send a clear message to corporate america that if you're our ally if you are truly our ally you need to be our ally not just when it's easy but also when it's hard Target is just one corporate entity who have fallen under continued criticism over the past several weeks due to its overt promotion of woke gender ideology and the LGBTQ agenda. Yeah, they are. Let's see here. Let's continue with Mr. Excuse me. Not my coffee over. Despite the fact that those who identify as such make up a small percentage of the U.S. populations, customers vote with their feet, and that's what we should be doing, and their wallets, and simply ignore the target outlets across the country, and we should continue. You know, when Bud Light was first, um, the boycott started, there were some that suggested, well, wait a minute, we, we shouldn't just continue to boycott Bud Light. I mean, they were they were wrong, but they support a lot of um, conservative causes. And and we, you know, we, we, we don't want to stop them from contributing to that. And at first I thought about, yeah, you know what, that makes good sense. But the more I thought about it, I said, no, people need to send a strong unequivocal message and that message needs to be known throughout corporate America and they need to get it clearly and if it means sacrificing some people that would help us so be it we cannot no one can boycott everybody at the same time that has fallen under this umbrella of satanic uh, wokeism so we have to pick our targets Pun not intended. Um, we have to pick our targets and 
we need to teach those targets a specific lesson so the rest of corporate America can get the lesson. And after we've dealt with those targets, if the rest of corporate America hasn't got the lesson, then we need to move on and get more. And we need to get more and more and put them and line them all up. Because there's one thing about the capitalistic uh, society or capitalist capitalism in general. If a vacuum is created, there will be entrepreneurs that's going to fill it up. If they start saying that there is a window to, to make money from people who are dissatisfied, somebody's going to come in there and fill that thing up. So we don't have to, and I'm talking about those of us that are God-fearing, biblical, or moral people from whatever uh, state of life that do not believe in this woke, homosexual, transgender ideology. If we stand strong and firm, we don't have to worry about not being able to uh, continue in society. Those corporations need to worry that we won't continue uh, buying their products. Those are the ones that need to worry, not us. All we need to do is be strategic in what we do, strategic in who we go after, and continue like a slow-moving lava flow from a volcano. I think that's a good, uh, good analysis. A volcano, excuse me, a volcano erupting. And that lava just destroys everything in its path. And there ain't nothing that can stop it until it stops itself or gets into the ocean. And that's what we are right now, a slow-moving lava. And we're telling corporate America, you need to pay attention. See, if Target, the Dodgers, Coles, but Anheuser-Busch, and the rest of these folks is getting ready to stick their foot up their behinds uh, in quote-unquote Pride Month were smart. They would have realized we should have stayed out of any of this social stuff and just paid attention to marketing our product to the American people. But since they've decided to get in it, okay, let's do it. And we're going to do it. And we're not going to put up with it. Okay. As Breitbart News reported, Target shareholders subsequently lost $9 billion in stock market value after the embrace of the LGBTQ agenda, which includes advocacy for transgenderism. So, you know, let me see this. You know, they lost $3 billion in 2016. When they said, oh, well, we're going to let men in women's bathrooms. I haven't been to a Target since then. And I was dismayed that more people continue to go. I found other places that I could shop. So far, Walmart hasn't went off the edge in this area. <clears throat> and I'm saying that if people pay attention and they make, and they make them suffer enough, they will put the brakes on, just like they started moving stuff to the back of the store or getting it out of there or, or trying to disassociate themselves because they see that the lava is flowing. 
Okay, concerns remain about the impact of Target's pride display on children, said Victoria Cobb, president of the Family Foundation of Virginia, a conservative faith-based organization in Richmond. Target is paying the price for telling kids to be discontented with their bodies, putting ideology ahead of the entrance of investors, and creating a hostile store environment for parents with children. Cobb said in a statement seen by the AP. Bud Light is also still dealing with fallout from its partnership with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney, who in April posted a picture on Instagram of a beer can with his face on it. In response to the backlash and nationwide boycott from the customers that follow, the company said it never intended to be part of a discussion that divides people. Well, you are. Uh, you are Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, and you are Target. And only the Lord knows how many folks are going to start this stuff in June. I would think that a smart CFO, CCO, CEO, whatever, would say, you know what, whatever money we spend on advertising, whatever money we spend on products, whatever money we spend on any of this stuff to support this gay agenda, it's going to be a loss. Cut it off. Don't let the commercials go on. Don't put that stuff up in the stores. Don't advertise it. Business is normal. Just normal business because it's not worth the business we're going to lose. There's a reason why they do this crap. We'll get into that in a little bit. Anyway, Bud Light's parent company, Anheuser-Busch, is tripling its U.S. marketing spending this summer as it tries to restore lost sales directly attributed to the now-abandoned campaign. So, you know, there's, there's stuff that these people, they put up with. Um, they're selling this stuff. And I, and, and I understand that some of these companies are doing this against what they really want to do. They're being pushed into this. Here's a little clip. Uh, I want you to see this. And let's continue our discussion. Doesn't care if you boycott their stores. They're not afraid of you. They're scared of a much bigger threat. Let me explain. Target's largest shareholders are Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock. These corporations support the Corporate Equality Index, or CEI. This is a rating system for how much American businesses support the LGBT community. If Target's CEO does not support the LGBT community well, then he's not going to be reelected by the shareholders. So sometimes corporations like Target push LGBT marketing campaigns, not because they particularly want to or it's good for profit. They do it for a high CEI score. So they face a backlash. Maybe they lose a little money. Failing to get a high CEI is way more scary. A high CEI. So these people are bowing down to the LGBTQ plus lobby. The, and these LGBTQ, these folks are fierce. I mean, these, these folks are coming out demanding that people line up with them, demanding that uh, corporations side with them. They're attacking the corporations. 
They're attacking uh, the schools and our children. And, you know, many people are unaware that, you know, HB5 was a House bill several years ago that Nancy Pelosi tried to push through. And that thing was attacking the church directly because that was a bill something some, they called the so-called Equality Act. And in that bill, they were telling people that uh, churches would have to hire, against their will, uh, known, unrepentant gays, lesbians, transgenders, or whatever, if, if those folks qualify for whatever this given job is. Unrepentant. And the whole idea of a church is to have a, a, a body of believers in Jesus Christ and the gospel of Jesus Christ and the word of God. But since we, we got this attitude now, we got this world that is, is, is the representation of Isaiah 5 and 20, where it says, war and then we'll call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, that put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. That's where we are in this country. We're in this country where everything is turned upside down. And upside down is good and right side up is bad. You know, we're, 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 I mean, the church, Christianity is evil. Although this was uh, the bedrock foundation of the creation of this nation. But if you're a Bible-believing Christian and you keep voting for people that keep promoting this kind of stuff, because these, these corporations and these schools and all this stuff, they would have never got away with any of this crap if the Bible-believing Christians in government and in the swamp or those folks were still in control. But now we have a bunch of folks that are antithetical to the Bible. We have a president who claims to be Catholic. And yet this person had the FBI spying on Catholicism and Protestant churches. This is the person that's advocating uh, child mutilation to minors. This is the person that wants to normalize transgenderism as it is a normal human being. Well, let me be explicitly clear. Transgenderism is not normal. And no sense of the word. People are not born that way. You have to mutilate your body to look like they look. And by, and by doing that, these people are essentially saying that God is wrong and they're making themselves a God in and of themselves. And that's bad. That's real bad. Let's move on with our little target uh, ideology here. Hold on a second. Let's take a look here at this target VP to help push where we are with target right now. It says target VP was board member for K through 12 transgender advocacy group. Target shareholders lost $9 billion in stock value. We already know that. Because the C-suit 
mixed its professional duties, I guess that's corporate suite, excuse me, with its personal agendas, including advocacy for transgenderism. The poster boy for this high-risk policy is Target's vice president for brand marketing, Carlos Saavedra, I believe, excuse me if I got it wrong. <clears throat> he moonlights as a board member for the advocacy group K-12 Transgenderum and Gay Status, whatever that is. The group entitled GLSEN or Gleason is an acronym chosen by the teachers, teachers, folks who educate children. You need to pay attention to what's going on with your schools and where your kids are all day when you're working or at home and the folks that are influencing them. And by the way, if you think that your kids can go to some class five days a week, five to eight hours a day, and you can offset the indoctrination they're getting all that time with one or two hours on Sunday at church, you've lost your mind. You've lost your child too. That's not going to happen. You know, you, the, the indoctrination is ongoing. Therefore, the unindoctrination should be ongoing. We should be constantly reprogramming our children. If, in fact, we still got them in a public school, the best thing is to get them out of there if you can. Get them into a private school or some kind of church school or, or home school if you can. But if they must be in this public school, you have to fight. You have to fight for their minds because they're being indoctrinated. Okay, so this Gleason is an acronym chosen by teachers who formed the Gay, Lesbian, and Straight Network in 1990. So this thing has been, what, 90? This thing has been around for a good while. These people, these people who are indoctrinating our children and they're part of a school. You, you don't hear much about any kind of Christian teachers group, do you? <clears throat> Target's website says uh, Saavedra leads Target's brand and stewardship and campaign development for initiatives including holiday, back-to-school, college, Target-run, discovery, inclusive marketing, and digital and social engagement. So they pay this person to, to propagandize everything. That description portrays uh, Saavedra as the retail version of Bud Light's Alicia Hendershed, who wrecked the company's Bud Light business by trying to rebrand the blue-collar beer around transgender advocate Dylan Mulvaney. There's a picture of that person. But Target's managers collectively created their own disaster when they hired their deputies and placed pro-transgender and gay advocacy products in prominent displays in the front of their stores. In response, the company's core customers of married suburban moms have rationally, and I think they meant nationally, <coughs> mobilized against Target. I mean, look, normal people, 
believe in normal stuff. Just like the, you know, I seen this program or part of a program where this trans person uh, was upset because normal men don't want to be bothered. Normal men want to be with normal women. Normal mothers want their children to grow up normal. It's only the abnormal folks that want this abnormal stuff. The mobilization is happening because many people feel increasingly alarmed by elite advocacy for transgenderism by government, business, news media, and commercial entertainment. See, we, we, we don't have a news media anymore. We have a propaganda arm of the Democrat Party. Excuse me. And we have a, a, a media outlet that is controlled by Hollywood that is primarily uh, satanic. They don't care about decency. Decency is taken for granted. Decent people are taken for granted. Matter of fact, decent people have been taken for granted so long and so much. That's where the backlash is coming from. And the Dodgers are going to feel it too. I hope, I pray. Because that's where the bulk of their money comes from. Decent people. Um, But the mobilization is also possible because the public now has social media networks that allow anti-elite boycotts to become shared, profitable, affirming, and amusing middle-class mission. And that's true. You know, the one good thing that happened when the uh, election was going on and they started censoring folks on Facebook and censoring people on YouTube is other, like I said, when you create a vacuum, entrepreneurs will step in. So now we have Rumble. Now we have uh, uh, Truth Social. Now we have Clout Hub. Now Twitter has been taken over. There are different people, Gab. There are different people that will make outlets that we, who don't believe in all this nonsense, can share and communicate with and talk to each other. Target says little about uh, Salvedra, who may carefully segregate his day job at Target from his advocacy at Gleason. You know, the bottom line for a corporation, it should be the bottom line for Target, is money. And that's where our strength is. We have more money than those people they're catering to. But Salvedra joined Target in July 2019 after working at PepsiCo for almost 18 years, where he led efforts to sell more products to Hispanics and other cultural subgroups. A 2005 article in Seacoast Online suggests Salvedra is also an advocate for sexual minorities. What does that mean? Sexual minorities. Chicago, Carola Salvedra came out to a colleague, colleague soon after he started working at Quaker Foods four years ago, reassured by seeing gay and lesbian employees climbing the ladder at a Chicago company. You know what? I don't care 
what people's sexual proclivities are, just do a good job. When I was working, when I was in the corporate world, whatever, I didn't go around telling people what my proclivities were. We didn't discuss that. And companies didn't care. All they wanted to know was, will I and can I provide them the services that they want? That was the only thing that was important. What I did at home in my bedroom wasn't nobody's business. Now we're in this weird world where your sexual proclivities is part of your resume. Uh, let's see. You can bring your whole self to work rather than seem, seeming isolated and distant because you uh, can't talk about what you do outside of work. Says a 25-year-old assistant marketing manager. The first person he told at work was a former chair of Equal, Quaker, the company's affinity group. Now he chairs that group as well as umbrella organization Equal PepsiCo. He works alongside Jennifer uh, Braden Ukin, the senior vice president for design and packaging at Target. She touts her identity as pro-transgender. She slash her on LinkedIn, where she also displays the emerging symbols of Target and gay advocacy. I thought Target want to sell clothes and food and stuff. That's that's what's important, isn't it? Uh, let's see how we are. But pro-transgender advocacy is also coming from the top of the company. CEO Brian Cornell is defending the company's advocacy policies. They are the right things for our business, he told Fortune during a May 17th broadcast when his company's share price was $161. We think about what's right for our team of employees and what's consistent with our culture. And Alan, when we do that, I think we make really good decisions and we add value to our shareholders. That's part of why we've seen explosive top line growth. So I think the facts are in the results for us and the things we've done from a DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion. This is one of these three letter words that's gonna get a lot of people in trouble. Standpoint, it's adding value. It's helping drive sales. It's building greater engagement with both our teams and our guests. And those are just the right things for our business today. Well, that's what he said then. Nine days later, his stock price was has crashed to 140 per share. So wiping out roughly nine billion in shareholders growth. Did he know what he was talking about? Was he just running his mouth? He was not thinking about his core constituency. He's running with all this leftist, woke this godless stuff. And then it costs his company money. The crash will slash Cornell's income, but the income loss will be cushioned as his pro-diversity woke university peers shower him with status-boosting awards. Uh, Los Angeles, too, 2023. UCLA Anderson School of Management on Wednesday honored Brian Cornell, board chairman and chief executive officer of Target, with the 2022 John Wooden Global Leadership Award. My understanding was that John Wooden was a God-fearing man. It's hard to believe 
that he would be in line with this stuff. He was a mild better man, but I think he was God-fearing. I didn't think he was open to all this. I could be wrong. I don't know. The award was presented at a gala dinner at the Skirball Cultural Center in Los Angeles. In 2022, Cornell was named the visionary by the National Retail Federation and Target received the top ranking of People Magazine 100 companies that care less. In recent years, CNN named him top CEO of the year and Target ranked second in the Fortune Best Big Companies to Work For. So that means one of two things. Either the mass majority, the vast majority of American citizens are gone and don't know what the hell they're talking about or doing, or the vast majority of these corporate and these businesses and all these elite award people are gone. You decide. Further up, the company's board consists of top-level executives who are hired by Wall Street investors to oversee Cornell. But those board members are hired and fired by the Wall Street investors who are also pushing pro-transgender politics. Nationwide, Wall Street investors are pressuring companies to bulldoze civic norms in pursuit of more sales. These investors are looking for profits, but they also use diversity as a political tool to fragment the mainstream conservative culture of middle-class voters and to champion rainbow capitalism. Never heard that before. Rainbow capitalism. Cause of extracting profits from every hidden niche and unsavory nook of society. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got here. In 2017, for example, Larry Fink, founder of the huge BlackRock investment firm on Wall Street, threatened CEOs who do not push the enforced diversity policy sub ESG for environmental, social, and governance criteria. <clears throat> See, they're pressuring these people. And I guess these folks don't have the intestinal fortitude to say, screw you. I, I know what my market is and I'm gonna cater to my market. The woke pressure also comes from far below Saavedra, I, I know I keep butchering his name, so forgive me, and Cornell, from the stores, replaceable employees who must be motivated by a mix of money and status within the company. A self-described queer trans target employee touted the company's rainbow capitalism and the company's manager saying their bathrooms have been gender identity inclusive and even when they face backlash, they held firm. They always have queer and gender inclusive greeting cards, merch, and then items throughout the store. <clears throat> As an employee, I have a name tag with my chosen name and pronouns on it. Like I said, I quit shopping there in 2016 uh, when they started letting men in women's bathroom. But I thank God that folks are starting to pay attention. And I just pray to God they keep, keep it up. You know, it's not that I don't want people to ever uh, shop at Target again, but I want Target 
to change. I believe in repentance. I believe in giving people another chance. But I believe that people need to understand. Corporations need to understand. We're not playing with God's money. God gives us the money. You honor God, then we can we can, we can we can do business with you. But when you denigrate Him, no, we're not going to do business with you. Unfortunately for the company shareholders, the uh, corporate suites adventures into advocacy get little pushback from the media, which rarely allows skeptics of transgenderism to get a word into the debate. Instead, the reporters side with targets, executives, and supporters by portraying the consumer protests as unhinged and dangerous, even though the vast majority of protesters are nice suburban moms. That's why I say we don't have a free press anymore. We have people that are propagandists, and they want to name the normal people us as monsters good is evil and evil is good for example monica heiss a washington post columnist claimed that the protest is driven by americans throwing a tantrum whenever a mainstream brand market its wares to lgbtq plus people and by a bewildered citizens who would prefer not to encounter products people or concepts that they are too wigged out to understand. Maybe, maybe you're the one who's wigged out, Monica. In reality, the product showcased by target managers sought to push transgenderism, queer theory, and plain old gay and lesbian advocacy into children's imagination, diaries, and schools. Target has a long history of political advocacy. Cornell joined the company in 2014. In 2015, Target funded the Gleason documentary celebrating the group's 25 years of advocacy. Since then, Target has contributed $2.1 million to Gleason, according to the May 26th report in Fox News. I wonder how much Target has contributed to Christian advocacy. In 2016, Target caused a consumer boycott shop $3 billion off its stock market value when it declared that men would be allowed to use women's bathrooms and changing rooms. In 2015, the company caused a fear by announcing it would stop putting toys for boys and girls in different aisles. This sort of mushy, you can be whatever you want to be mess. In 2016, the company launched a new line of pillow front gender-neutral bedroom products for kids. I don't know what that is, since I haven't been to Target in, in a long time. I have no idea. The company's managers defend the political advocacy for transgender ideas. Who are we to say what a child's individual expression is? Julia uh, Googlemos? Target Senior Vice President of Design and Product Development, told the Star Tribune newspaper, when the Minnesota-based company introduced the Pillow Fort products, we really wanted to develop a bedroom collection that would be universal. Now they're pushing this crap. They've been in business long enough to know that there's boys and there's girls. Girls like certain stuff, boys like certain stuff. 
but just mixing up the toys, just mixing up everything, this 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 gushy mindset that they're uh, provoking is nonsense. In 2019, uh, Google Most was promoted to senior vice president, and you know I messed up her name, and chief design officer. She left the company in 2022. I wonder if that's a real name anyway. Uh, Google Most, whatever. <clears throat> company leaders even okayed the publication of an image that mashed together the gay rainbow with Target's invaluable Target symbol. Targets, uh, design professionals, you know, by the way, why don't you just go ahead and change that that target into a big, you know, put that in all your stores. That should help get you a lot more business. I mean, it'd be more colorful instead of it being red and all those circles. Just have that target rainbow, uh, the target with their multicolors. And then you could really tell your, your gay, lesbian, transgender folks, we're with you. We're with you. Go for it, Target. Be bold. Don't, don't, you know, but Target, you know, they start cowering and backing up into the, you know, putting the stuff in the back of the store or hiding it or, or not selling it. Why? Because they started losing money. They took that $3 billion hit and they bounced back. Now they didn't take a $9 billion hit and it made them flinch. Well, I want them to do more than flinch. I want them to make a decision. And see, actually, the LBGTQ people want them to make a decision, too. And that's, a, that's another good thing that's happened with them and with Bush. Those people are angry now. And they want to withhold their money. Well, whose dollar is going to affect Target or Bush or Coles or the Dodgers more? That little French group? or the mass portion of America. It doesn't take a brain scientist to figure this one out. All right, let's see here. Okay, Target's design professionals likely embrace the gender neutral pitch because they want to be hipper than thou. Glenn Statton, an advocate at Focus on the Family, told Breitbart in 2016 by using their employer to help the status of transgenders, they please their peers, but at the cost of seeking to solve a problem that doesn't exist and ironically created for themselves an infinitely larger problem with their client base. Moms with young children, he said. Target CEO survived a $3 billion boycott loss in 2016 so he and his board are now dealing with a $9 billion loss caused by his deputies. Eagerness to please their peers by alienating their customers. Meanwhile, target consumers are switching their spending to other stores and posting videos jeering the company. Yeah, just like that uh, video I did at the top of this show. Look, people, you know, there was another article, which I don't have time to get into. This woman wrote, and this was posted in Gleason, and it was about her six-year-old writing a letter to the court talking about how 
Um, she's just a normal six-year-old and she loves to play in the dirt. She loves to play with her little brother and she loves to do all kinds of stuff, but she's being mistreated and discriminated at school because she was born with male body parts. This is this Gleason posting this thing. This woman apparently is raising her son as a girl and got her son thinking he's a girl. So this, 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 this crazy mindset is not just in the children, it's in the adults. Well, excuse me, it's primarily in the adults. That's why it's filtering down to the children. And that's why parents are protesting when they walk into Target and they see all this queer stuff. I mean, in baby clothes, advocating uh, degeneracy. And they want you to dress up your child in that nonsense. And the average normal American wants nothing to do with it. So places like Target, places like Kohl's, if they continue to do it, like uh, beer groups, like Anheuser-Busch, sports teams, and Lord knows what's going to happen come June when all these folks go nuts. I just pray that Christians hold the line. We have the power. Even if you're not a Christian and you believe in a normal male-female relationship, we have the power. The financial power, we have it. These other folks don't. So BlackRock or any of these other advocacy groups, these politicians, any, none of them matter. And none of them can exist or survive without us. Stay strong. Stay with God. And keep it up. This is Sam Tolley. I'm out.